Hell yeah. Sorry, did you say something? No, they got a, a KY jelly, two for a dollar. Hell yeah. Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. to an all-new episode of the Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike Crawford. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, Brenda. How are you this week? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Starting to get nice and hot everywhere in the world. So Not here. What? It's not getting warm yeah. over where you are? It was freezing yesterday. It's probably going to get warm soon, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we need to get you out to Southern California, sir. need to hey, get you back maybe- home. And you don't have cicadas. What? Yeah, cicadas. What are cicadas again? They're like burrowing mosquito bugs. What are they? I don't know what they are, but they come every 17 years, and we have them right now, and they blow. Is it like there's a ton of them? Like that's why it sucks is because there's just burrowing bugs everywhere? Burrowing bugs everywhere. Like legit, like how bad is it? Like you go out to walk and it's like crunch, 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 or what? Like at some points, yeah. Really? Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah, not all over everywhere, but yeah, at some points it is that bad. Oh, I hate bugs. I don't hate bugs because they can kill me. I hate bugs because they're so gross and icky. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate bugs too, and these will just fly on you and be like stuck. Oh. That's gross, man. Yeah. It's the weirdest, worst thing ever. I don't know. That's pretty bad. Okay, would you rather have... Here's a good one. Would you rather have to deal with cicadas right now, or would you rather have to deal with my new problem, which is now that school's back in session, my cell phone service sucks. Because all these (laughs) damn kids and their phones and their watches and everything. So... Well, you why could does have, your cell phone service suck? You should be on your home Wi-Fi. They can't be on that. If they have, if they also have Spectrum cable, they're draining the system. Trust me. As soon as school started to go back in session, my my cell, my all my devices, like everything, just went and started to run at a snail's pace again. If the school has Spectrum Wi-Fi, then they're probably dominating it. Yeah. That's why when I turn on the Lakers game, it's all, and you can barely see the screen like every 10 seconds. They're like halfway down the court. You go, oh, what happened? You it talk sucks. About the Lakers game right now? Really? No, I don't. But they're they're driving me nuts. What, so which one would you rather have? Would you rather have icky, yucky bugs that you step on everywhere? They're like, to get to your car, you're like, man, I need to have like tearaway shoes or something because this is gross. But your service is impeccable. Or you have to deal with okay service, no bugs. I'll deal with the bugs all day. 
Really? Could the bu- yeah, the bugs are only a six week thing, first of all. And second of all, um I couldn't do nothing if my service sucked. And hopefully we're glad school should be out there, right? Because we don't need bad service right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, man, like it's it's supposedly gonna be over in a week or so when school's out for summer, but I don't know. I'll take mediocre service all day over bugs. Gross. Six weeks of bugs, that's gonna be back. When next school year starts, you're going to have that same problem. Bugs won't be here. Yeah, but I've already been living with the problem, so it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) It's just a luxury the other way, but you have to give up. See, that that sacrifice is not worth it to me. Well, see, service isn't that big of a deal to me, except for the fact you need it for certain things, like if you order from the crib. (laughs) Yeah, true. Well, that got me thinking, though. So, like, with your, your cell phone service, you know, if your battery's low... You start getting nervous or, you know, like if you were in an emergency and your phone was done, how many phone numbers do you remember? Like, do you have two, two phone numbers? That's it? That's it. Who are they? My mom is one of them. Yeah. Her cell phone? Yeah. And one of my homeboys. All right. It's not really even my homeboy no more, but yeah. So, see, that's a problem. You have to start remembering numbers. I need to remember at least two more, man. All you need is one. Well, what if that person can't answer? And I was surprised it was your mom's cell phone number, because usually people remember their house phone number. (laughs) Yeah, but I grew up in an era where house phone wasn't a thing. See, I grew up where cell phone wasn't a thing. It was like you had a house phone and that was it. No, I grew up with a house phone as it, but like turned into a grown up, like 18 and older, it's been cell phones and house phones have been out the picture. And I've been 18 for about, I'm not going to tell the world how long. For a while, but still, like, I know, but okay, even so, like cell phones, like, my wife has the same cell phone number that she's had since she got a cell phone. So anybody that knew her cell phone number in high school, if they remember it, they still have her cell phone number. Like, that's so do you have one. any, you don't have anybody that's like the, that. That's the, your, that's, the, that's, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the person. He's had his cell phone number since high school. So. Oh man. I don't know yours. <laughs> I don't know yours that. for sure. I know. I think I probably remember. Like I you know remember. The first three digits. Yeah, I remember my my two uh, best friends growing up. I remember their house phones. I can still call their parents right now. Um, I know my mom's cell phone number. I know my wife's cell phone number. I know maybe like four or five friends' cell phone numbers by heart. I think that's it. So I probably got like, if I had to, I would have 10 on lockdown that I could... Like, if I was on, a, like, a game show or something, I could be, if they're like, you have to call 10 people and they have to actually know you, go. Like, I think I could do it. Oh, there's no way I could do it. I had no need to remember a number. Even what when if I you're in an emergency and you don't have any battery left in your phone? Then that's just a suck situation. But what would be the emergency in which you're in the situation we... Like you're in like a judgment world. night hard rain scenario and you only can get to a payphone and you need some backup. But what were you in a, a judgment night like so what? 
<laughs> Judgment <laughs> Night, the movie, you never saw that movie? We were kind of talking no. about it last week with Hard Rate. Like, let's say you're getting chased by people, and all you've got is your sidearm, your firearm, and uh, you can make a collect call at an abandoned AMPM, Arco. You got to call for backup. You need a ride because you you know you're getting chased by ten people. You just got to get so, get out of there. You only got. I don't need. I don't need bullets. a phone for that. I'm calling nine one one, so it doesn't matter. This is the apocalypse now. Now you you're making me <laughs> See, go extreme not, scenarios. <laughs> See then again, that's not there. We go. Okay. We okay. From real life. Okay. <laughs> Let me. All right. You are uh, you're on the drive from. Uh, from my house, Southern California to Vegas, you get off to get gas at one of these places. It would never be an issue at that point because I keep a car charger, so we would never have a problem. And you there. get jacked. You get carjacked, and you're just out in the middle of nowhere. You went to take a piss on the side of the road. Now you're just walking through this weird little area. There's no town, and you see a, a one of those uh, payphones. I got two chances. I got two shots. <laughs> you better hope you didn't fuck over that guy that you remember his number. Because <laughs> hey, hey. if shots, mom doesn't man. answer, you're screwed, buddy. Two shots. But the one thing about mom, if the same number calls her more than one time, she's going to answer. It could be. A... Yeah, but what if she's like fight. gardening or something and just doesn't get the call for an hour? It's a possibility. Good, good thing for me, my mom doesn't garden. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, since it's your mom, I won't go any further than gardening. I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Completely apropos of nothing. Is there anything, like, in a, a counterpart, like, if you were dating or whatever, that's, like, or even, like, talking to somebody, something that is just a deal breaker to where you're like, uh, I got to get out of this thing. More on the dating thing. Like, for me, if you have a nasty belly button, I'm out. I cannot talk to you anymore. Ugly hands and feet, bro. You can't have ugly hands and feet. I can't do it. Oh, man. So what constitutes ugly hands and feet? What? To me. Yeah, so what do you think ugly hands look like? Like what? Like scars or a no-go? No, it's just a specific look. I don't know. Maintenance? I like I, yeah, I can't I can't I can't describe it, but I know it when I see it. It's one of those situations. Alright, so like right now, uh my big toe on my right foot is like hanging on for dear life because I kicked something I shouldn't have. Alright? So it's gross right now. Do you hate me? Is that a deal breaker? <laughs> no. Or no because you don't look at my feet. I don't care about your feet, brother. Your feet can look like rust buckets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So it's in a female counterpart only. I got that. I got that. Is there anything else besides hands and feet? I mean, there's probably a list of deal breakers, but we can start there. But I'm saying, like, that are just, like, absolutely not. It doesn't matter if everything else is perfect, including the personality. You're like, fuck. Why did you have to have ugly hands and feet? There's nothing else like that? I don't know. I probably wouldn't even get past that part to even know your personality. So Exactly. All right. Yeah, for my, for <laughs> me, it's belly button. Like, if 
Your belly button's gross, you, dude. Bro, like you're you're in it a bit if you see someone's belly button. Like that's like past like meeting you at the bar. That's like at least some type of sex smooching, making like you for you, bro. I I go I introduce myself and say, hey, let me see your belly button. I want to know if I'm wasting my time or not. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you been married all this time, but could you would have been unsuccessful with that one? <laughs> or dude, or that's one of those things where it's like if the person bites, then you're in no matter what. It's just hey, one of those easy peasy ones. I hope that's not how you got down. No, she's too intelligent <laughs> for that. She took years to break down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dow. <laughs> Okay, so on the opposite side of that, is there anything that you see in somebody else that if it's of higher quality than average, that you'll give them a pass on other stuff? Like for me, if somebody has like really, really, really good hair, I'll be like, all right, so what if you have a lazy eye? Your hair is fantastic, <laughs> you know? Nah, I ain't no such thing as giving passes, bro. And by the way, I don't think I've ever met somebody that has a lazy eye that ever looked like they were actually going to pay attention to what's going on in the world anyway. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. But is there anything that is like, and I think we can all agree just as humans, like if you have a busted grill, like get that shit fixed, right? Mm, everybody can afford to get it fixed, but I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, but isn't I that like, try. like if you I don't have, like, to get my shit not even bad teeth, but if you have, like, aggressively bad teeth, like, that's just a deal breaker for everybody, right? Pretty much? You would think. You would think. Some disagree. I mean, because busted, people with busted teeth have mates, so someone likes them. Yeah, or somebody's like, I just can't get any better than this. I have to cling on to anybody. <laughs> I'm such a horrible person. I have to cling on to anybody that will stand my sight for more than five minutes. Looks like it's going to be busted grill McGee. I don't know. Mm, I don't know, brother. I don't know if it gets that bad. Oh, it gets that bad for sure. Way more often than you think. Way more often than you think. Have you seen most people? Ugh. <laughs> That's what you think? You think most people are disgusting with no, I actually think that most people are pretty, pretty decent looking. I don't think that very many people are good looking, but I think most people are not ugly, if that makes sense. I think most people are decent looking. Yeah, I think I could find good qualities in almost anybody. However, I do not think that most people are good looking. <laughs> you know, that upper tier, it's an upper tier for a reason. Because it's very far off in the distance. I think too many people think it's it's within their grasp. And they're sadly mistaken. <laughs> watch more TV. You'll be fine. She doubts your lead. Well, there, so there's stuff like looks. You know, you can dazzle them up with makeup or whatever. No, but you're kind of stuck with what you've got. Life skills, however. Those you can acquire along the way. I think... That I am lacking in the life skills department. Shit that I thought, like, you know, by the time I was in my mid-30s, I would just all, like, I would just be good at. Like, golf. I thought I'd be a way better golfer than I am. Mm -hmm. I thought you just got older and then we're good at golf. 
It's not a life skill, though, buddy. Eh, it kind of is. You know, the skills you would have from being alive this long. I thought by the time I was a mid-30s white dude, I would just be good at golf by now. Nope. Turns out you have to practice like everything else. I thought I would be the best camper. Turns out you have to go camping to be a good camper. <laughs> like, I could get by if we went to on a family camping trip. We'd get by no problem. We'd actually probably do a pretty good job and have fun. But I don't really know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Never, never will I, ever. Never? You would never go camping? Not if it required me sleeping outside. Why? I had to sleep outside, I had to sleep outside without force before in my life. Never would I volunteer to do so. What if like you had an RV? Kid. RV, maybe. Would you go glamping? Because I, I would feel like I made it. Like it would be like one of those state-of-the-art RVs. Too, yeah. You know, the, the, the whole nine. Like in a Goofy movie? Goofy? You ever see a Goofy movie? With Goofy? No. The Disney character? Man. Not, not at all. Did you watch any movies? Ever growing up? I did. I did, but none of them were the Goofy movie. And the Goofy movie wasn't out when I'm growing up. Brendan, let's not forget how old I am. Bro, I mean, I'm not saying I wasn't a little old <laughs> to watch it when it came out. I was probably 12 or 13, but still, it was good. Polly Shore 12, had a good character in it. 12 or 13, I was no longer in the house watching movies, bro. Cartoon movies, Mike. Cartoon movies. <laughs> Sorry to say, there were other things to do besides cartoon movies at 12 or 13 where I grew up at. Well, yeah, I mean, you're still trying to finger bang people and, you know, (laughs) get loose and parties and stuff. But, you know, when you're at home watching the kids, put on something you want to. A goofy movie. What? First of all, I wasn't ever watching any kids. At 12 or 13, because no one would trust me with their kids at 12 or 13. That's the first thing. Second thing, I wasn't talking about anything about finger banging anybody. More like. <laughs> what were you doing when you were 12 and 13, Mike? Like going to the rec to play basketball. Like we had a recreation center, you know? Yeah. We, out. we played basketball. Okay, so we, we would uh, rollerblade and skateboard, and ride bikes. What? We did other Ooh. shit too, but you also added that to your repertoire when you were about 12. <laughs> Right? <laughs> nah, I don't know about finger banging, bro. Like, I don't. I didn't start doing those type of things until later in my life. Really? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm joking, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Yo. Give the people what they want. I don't know what they want. We were bad when I grew up. Don't worry. We were doing yeah. a lot of finger banging. Hide and go get it. All that, bro. Hide and go get it. What's that? I've never heard of hide and go get it. That sounds like a dangerously great game. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it probably can't be played today. No, cannot be played today. They will mister me me to you. Don't play that game, buddy. (laughs) Oh. Oh what okay. Let me think (laughs) Let me think of what we did. I mean shit, we were way younger than that. We were maybe like Probably like nine, nine or ten when we started to do the uh, Are You Nervous game. You ever play Are You Nervous with a girl? No. Oh, mm. you just start on like their their knee or their shoulder and just be like, are you nervous? 
No. Are you nervous? And you just keep moving your hand towards private parts. And then if they never said no, then you got to touch private parts. It was a great game. That's the first great consensual game. Maybe that's what adults should start playing. Does this make you nervous? Does this make you nervous? Just keep going closer to private parts. That wouldn't last long. Hey, just bring it back. Maybe that's the new Tinder. Does this person make you nervous? That's all Tinder is, actually. Does this person make you nervous? Does this person make you nervous? Yes or no? And if this person doesn't make you nervous, there's a good chance you're going to bang. Bro, (laughs) Tinder is like... I don't know. I don't know who came up with that, but that's like that app is crazy. A horny dude <laughs> that knows tech, obviously. I mean, come on, it's all right dude. there. What if he? What if he started with the right intentions? It just turned into what it turned into. Everybody starts things with the right intentions for the most part. For the most think- part, and then you realize what you can squeeze out of it, and then most people go for everything they can squeeze out of it. So you think all the dating apps are the same, bro? For the most part, yeah. I mean, not all of them. What about what about eHarmony? What about eHarmony? <laughs> Name a site, and I'll tell you who fucks on it. So eHarmony <laughs> is uh, like mid fifties to early seventies <laughs> people who can still go out and meet at a random place. That's what eHarmony is <laughs> for. Okay, Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle is for people who go to church but want to fuck hard on the fourth date. <laughs> What's next? We're gonna, we're gonna get. Uh, it's a farmer one. Yeah, farmers only. There you go, buddy. Let's go fuck in the barn. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's some farmers only is. I only have a phone to fuck other farmers. Hey, yo. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so we already said Tinder. Uh, what else they got? Uh, they got Bumble. Bumble is the person who was getting rejected so much on Tinder ago. What if we just make one and say it's where the girls have to do it? Ha, ha, ha. And then that way we can't get rejected. So it's the girl version of that. Oh, that's what Bumble is? I just know they uh, know they're the team sponsor for the Warriors. Yep. And by the way, how yeah. weird is that? I noticed that too. It's like <laughs> like Bumble and... Uh, Tinder's the, the team sponsor for the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, so. like Tinder. There's also... Um, plenty of fish. Who's yeah, that, of I fish? forget who the other ones are. But yeah, they're sponsoring like basically anything except for gambling websites on their jerseys now and they're all individually based it's very very yes. weird yeah. how that money yeah. funnels through the nba it's like oh like isn't that usually the patch where they put like if somebody in the organization has died or they'll put a strap <laughs> for them oh you're gonna use that for money and say yeah oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. we got that you what yeah money instead yeah yeah okay way to go NBA. Money. you guys are great there you yeah. go uh, let's get fucked go, instead yeah. of keep Elgin Baylor's thing on there. <laughs> All right. You guys got it. And by the way, did you also notice, like, I think the Lakers are like Honey, which is a discount online digital coupons, whatever, for your internet shopping needs. Very wholesome. Atlanta, Tinder. We fucking Atlanta. Like, we don't give a fuck about our organization. Like, who's going to pay us? Give us that money. 
<laughs> so who is the Lakers sponsor? I think it's like honey or something very wholesome, silly like that. You know, I'm sure well, that Atlanta stopped wearing masks seven months ago. So yeah, you yeah. Know, they, and they need to not wear masks for Tinder to be popping, bro. Like you can't poke the Tinder mask. Well, Atlanta. I mean, they can't promote their local strip clubs. So they have to be like, what's the closest thing? Yeah, Tinder, okay. <laughs> oh, you said they can't promote the strip club? Probably they not. To. They, they got the strip club, biggest strip club in the world. They promote themselves. That's buddy. what I'm saying. Tinder is the closest thing. They're like, you know what we're really saying is going on in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I got some rapid fire questions that I'm going to come up with right now and ask you. And you just tell me which one you pick. You don't even have to tell me why. Cool. Skittles or Starburst? Starburst. All right. Uh, book or magazine? Mm, mag- mm, magazine. Oh, all right. Um, jeans or slacks? Neither. Jeans, uh, jeans or slacks? Jeans. All right. Um... Restaurant steak or homemade grilled steak? Restaurant steak. Uh, water or snow? Water. Mm, alone or crowded? Alone. Loud or quiet? Quiet. Outside or inside? Inside. Uh, dance or sing? Mm, sing. Run or walk? Walk. <laughs> uh, smile or laugh? Smile. No, laugh. I don't smile. Just smiling right now. <laughs> only because I was about to laugh. I mean, only because I just finished laughing. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What's a what's a good? Hmm. Let's see. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Good enough for me. <laughs> Did you know that sports cards are a big thing again? Like trading collectible cards. Yes. And I know somebody who just got a turns uh, Trevor Lawrence rookie card, bro. So what? Okay, so what does that mean? That eventually, some, I mean, like they have a Beckett and stuff. They keep the price and stuff, so what they're worth. You just hold on to it to it's worth money. It ain't worth that much right now, but the expectation is he's going to be good. It's one of his first rookie cards, so it'll be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like in the, the NFTs, it's just an actual item instead of a... Yeah, but considering they're so hot right now, they like they're so hot that that Target would release for the past few months have had a release of every Friday morning at eight a.m. when the shipment arrives or blah blah blah. Once they get a chance to unpack it, but it's it's stuff like hot shots, hot spots that are that are driving this because it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. So it's right, it but down. the thing about these sports cars being so like. They have it to where you have to show up at Target at a very specific time. You get one pack per person or three per person, and that's it. Move along. 
And but I was under the assumption that because of NBA Top Shot and all this stuff, that the reason why the trading market is exploding right now, I was assuming that these packs you open them up and they're instantly like boom, if you get this card, people are buying it like a Trevor Lawrence rookie card. So if that's not the case and you still need to hang on to them, it's like, oh, okay, then it's still the same as ever. It's just the excitement's up about it right now. Exactly. And it's with the same idea of how you hold on to it. It's worth more later than it is now. Some people are going to bust out some not, but you got to get in now to get the hot people that are. are To hope that it's still a thing later. Yeah. Got it. All right. Yeah, everybody's dropping NFT. Everything now is the NFT. People are trying to make money off this new thing, I guess. People wants to sell their video. Tell you, man, you get some of these like highlight dunks and stuff that's in the NBA, like the LeBron dunk from the other night. If you get an exclusive NFT on that, you get, and people will buy that type of stuff, which is hot Yeah, it is. But I mean, it, well, Target now doesn't do it anymore because I guess there were like fist fights and crap over it. Like <laughs> because the exclusivity of it, and they're you know if there's like only three packs left, somebody cut in line or is buying an extra pack or something weird. Like I thought it was because you could open it up and have a thousand dollars right there. Nope, not the case. So fuck that, dude. I'm not gonna go have I mean, some weirdo that's trying to just buy up all these <laughs> packs, punch me in the back of the head for <laughs> something I gotta wait twenty years for still anyway. No, thank you. <laughs> I was just curious if that if it was an instant turnaround. That's why it was such a hot. I mean, some of them, some of them probably could be, but um, not for the most part. Yeah, understood. Well, so speaking of NBA top shots and everything, the fucking playoffs are bananas right now. So we have the Nets and the Bucks are getting ready to show down. Getting ready to face off on Saturday. And basically whoever wins that is going to represent the East. Agreed? I wouldn't agree with that. It all depends on matchups. Mm, <laughs> so I think I if, to get into. Oh, I think if MB comes back and he's fairly healthy and they win, I think they can beat I think they can beat Milwaukee. I don't think they can beat Brooklyn. Do you think Milwaukee has a chance against Brooklyn? No, not really, but last time they played, they won. And this Giannis, I don't understand it. Like, Giannis shoots horrible versus everybody else. For them, he, like, hit his last, like, eight threes, bro. I don't know. If he hit no shots, it's going to be a tough situation. Riding that Giannis train, baby. I know you are, bro. All the way to the end of this round. Yeah, probably, but we'll see. We'll see. So if if Embiid doesn't come back, do you think there's any chance that Washington runs 3-0 on him? I think if, they, if Embiid is hurt, hurt and doesn't come back this series, it's definitely going to go. It, Washington's going to win the series. You think so? Yeah, Philly doesn't even have the confidence to win this series without Embiid. I don't believe Like, that would be heartbreaking. It's kind of like the Bulls when Derrick Rose went down. We were the better team, but. Derrick Rose went down like, yeah, we, we really don't want to do this. How do you feel about Mr. Rose this postseason? Oh, he's been tremendous. He's shooting not that great, but it's decent. He shoots probably about 45%, but he can get that up. But like the rest of the Knicks, Julius Randle, what happened to you, buddy? You're out in like 14? 
I think you average 25 during the season. You're averaging 14 in the playoffs. That's how you ruin your legacy. That's how you, like, just tarnish a legacy. Well, the other thing, too, it's like, you know, he gets his most improved player of the year. And then the next game, he's like, you know, he's coming out, he's dominating, he's doing really, really well. And then towards the end of the game, he just loses his head and, like, starts getting extra chippy for no reason. And it's like, dude. It, that's why you're Julius Randle. That's why you're only going to be most improved. That's why you're never going to go to that next level of elite player because you still have the mentality of that punk kid. And he can't handle this Atlanta defense. They made a change, and he's so used to being able to go ISO one-on-one. But let me tell Tibbs what to do. This is what you do, Tibbs. I'm going to coach you to the one right here tonight. You put Trey Young in every pick-and-roll that you run. Everyone. I don't care who he's guarding. I don't care. That is the person setting the pick. And you put him in every pick and roll. I don't care who you want to have the ball. I don't care who you want to make the play. Trey Young must be involved in every defensive pick and roll or you should be fired. I watched in this game the other day and I sat and watched Trey Young sit in the corner and guard Bullock the entire game. If you do not make Trey Young play defense, and he's horrible at it, at that, then you have no chance. You're not going this serious. And Tibbs, I like you. You're my guy. You're an ex-Bulls guy. I like you. Even though you coach people too hard, I like you. Please fix that tonight. Thank you. Shout out, Michael. <laughs> well, okay. Because I have kind of an issue with Trey Young only because I think that he's overhyped. <clears throat> I don't think he's as good as everybody gives him credit for. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was good coming out of college. I think he was overrated. I think he got exposed uh, his first it? couple of years, and then what is it? what makes you overrated? So coming out of college, he was the first person to ever lead college in scoring and the assists. How do you overrate that? So just tell me where. I mean, how you? What do you consider? Because his, he didn't go. Because much like Tim Tebow, his game was suited for college. His game is not suited for the NBA. Just because you can be a winner in college does not mean you're a winner in the NBA. Just same as you're a winner in the NBA doesn't mean you're a good college player. So, so let's get it to the NBA. He's now in his third year. His team was definitely a winner. They have the fourth seed in the NBA playoffs. They won more than half their games. He's averaging about 25 and what, nine, eight, nine or six. Mm-hmm. So now let's ask again. What about those numbers are overhyped? What about his game is overhyped? His three-point percentage has taken a plunge since college. But that's because he was a volume shooter in college, and he just can't be that well though. Man. But I don't think he's overrated. I think he's fairly... I think he's overrated for what he can do for a franchise. He's not a franchise guy, and people are assuming that he's, he's going to... Guy. No, he's not a franchise guy. He's, he's a franchise guy in the fact that they will... Keep him there, and he will just stay a loser in Atlanta. They'll make it to the so playoffs think, every now and again. They'll do okay. They're never going to win so anything there. You don't think he's going to be a consistent playoff? And what do you mean by winning? I mean, it's hard to win a championship. There are a whole bunch of I know it is, but he's – look. That you, I mean, do you consider – John Morant, franchise guy. John Morant, not so overrated. So what makes him more of a franchise guy than Trey Young? I think he is, absolutely. I think he brings more to the table. I think he can lead his team. I don't think Trey Young can lead his team. And I think that's an 
why he is overrated is that that he is being put on this level of he's going to be able to carry his team because he's having a couple of good offensive games. A couple of good offensive games in the playoffs does not make you able to carry your team through the playoffs. I think he is overrated. I'm you're entirely I think Trey Young is pretty fairly rated. I don't think he's superstar star. I don't think he can carry team through the playoffs. I think he can be the leader to a good playoff run. But they're in the East and they would have to beat Brooklyn. I think they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. If they're gonna repeat for the next round. Hmm. Interesting. I you know what? I could see that, but I also don't think that that's much of a opponent form. So I mean, that's the one seat in the entire NBA. What so what 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 is what is considered an opponent? They have the best record in the if it, NBA. I, I'm saying if Embiid's not playing. If Embiid's not playing I think he's gonna play I don't think he's gonna be playing hundred and I think that's gonna be enough for Compeller to keep up with him. And as far as the rest of the guys, like I just I'm not a Philly. I'm just saying if I'm if not a fan of Philly's roster. Yeah, in the second round, if they were playing either Milwaukee or Brooklyn, I'd be like, yeah, they're probably going to get crushed. Deservingly, but so. I'd say I'd say that for any other one of the team, I would say that about Philly too. I think Milwaukee, even though Philly, I said earlier, Philly could beat Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee would beat Philly. Okay, let me ask you this: If somehow Washington and um, Atlanta were matched up in the first round, do you think that that would have been a good series, or that Atlanta would have walked all over them? I don't think it would have been a good series. But I think Atlanta would have won. I don't See, think I you're don't. giving Atlanta a credit of how good they are and how good they've been all season, especially since Nate McMillan. Coaching matters in the NBA. It does, and the fact that Trey Young is getting all of this hype and glory for a couple of good offensive games just rubs me the wrong way. For averaging 30 and 12 in his first rookie playoff run. It also what? might be his hair. It might be his hair because that fucks that with me, too. That he's balding at, like, 21. <laughs> he's balding at 22. No, I shouldn't laugh at people. I'm sorry. No, well, he should just understand it and shave his head, man, and just get over it, bro. <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you not hold on to it as long as you can? I don't know. I mean, he can, but I just don't care for it. Maybe that's why I'm a little extra harsh on him. I just think that he's he's getting he's getting so much fire blown his way. I'm like, all right, well, okay. To your point, he doesn't play defense. No, Nobody like plays who's defense. talking about that? Like, you can't be that good if you can't play defense, and it just it bothers. No, nobody in the NBA plays defense, Brendan. I know that, but listen, there are a few players <laughs> that play defense, and that's why the Lakers play defense. Upper echelon. That's why. That's why you like defense because the Lakers play defense. That's probably the best defensive team in the league. No, that's not. They just can't score. No, I just don't like players being, you know, hyped up over what what they're actually doing and what well, they're. You better realize he, this is his playoff debut. And he's doing it against the Knicks. Some of these games are happening at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but even you said yourself, the Knicks are yes. I granted, dude, he is doing what he needs to do. Yes, but it's considered the mecca of basketball, regardless of what they actually are on paper. They are the five seed. They won a forty-five games, and, and Trey Young is overrated. I'm glad you think that. I don't think he should be considered. I think he's a pretty good player. Yeah, he's not a superstar. See, and on the opposite side, Dame Lillard is a superstar, but he's probably never going to win a title ever. (laughs) 
Like, did you see him dropping buckets last night? (laughs) Dropping bombs, bro. It literally, like, it was, so last night was a double overtime game where, first of all, should have never gone to overtime. Because he got fouled. Denver, well, I mean, Denver, Austin Rivers, bonehead. Like, it's like, they give up the ball, they bring, they let Portland back in the game. Dame Lillard comes up and is just like, lights out, takes over. (laughs) And then it ends up scoring 55 and they still lose in double overtime. To the point where, like, he was just behind the three-point line by, like, six feet. Was like, everybody get out of my way. (laughs) Waving people off. And then just shook, I think Michael Porter Jr. was defending him or something like that. And then shook him off. Step back. Drano. He should have got an N1 and got the W at the end of the first overtime. He got fouled. Yes. Agreed. That, but there was what? Three, no. How many but, seconds? But they like? had to return the favor for that BS foul they called on Austin Rivers right before that. So. Yeah, that was pretty gnarly. <laughs> the hip check one where they're like, he, he like taps him and they're like, shooting foul. Wait, shooting? What? Oh <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty so gnarly. It, so, do you think in La La Land, yeah. like Portland is always the team the past few years that you never want to play in the playoffs, but you're also never going to pick them to win the title, right? Yeah. Are they just going to be stuck in that purgatory forever? It, until they break up CJ and Dame, so I just say, like you can't win championship with two six foot guards. I know, and they love each other. Not, That's like breaking up the Legion of Boom. It just has it to be has, done. It has to be happening. I, I'd say I agree with that. I mean, they're just both too small to play guard because you've got to play some semblance of defense. And if they're not both out there dropping 30 a night and CJ has stunk it up, so he's like, yeah, he oh, find this point because he's stinking it up in this round of the playoffs. So this summer, keep your eye out for a CJ trade. I would think they would probably want a decent-sized two-guard. You don't have to be a magnificent scorer. Should be able to play some defense. Anybody disgruntled you can think about? Mm, can't think about it about the top of my head. See how this Clippers run ends. Paul George, maybe. You think? Jimmy Butler's a free agent, maybe. If you can trade, do a sign and trade for CJ. Jimmy Butler will fit really good next to Dame Lillard. Maybe. I don't know. That one's. I think that the thing with Portland, maybe any anything up in that uh, northeast area when it comes to basketball, is they're just they stick to their team, their homers, you know. So it's like these are our guys, and we're gonna stick with them and ride it out. If, and it's like okay, you're really, the owner of Microsoft and your is to win at all costs, then you should be understanding that CJ got to go. Not a basketball okay, guy. Computer guy. He watches the basketball games. He gets paid from the basketball team. He makes money off the basketball team. He pays Damian Lillard $250,000 million as part of the basketball team. So to pay someone that much money, get some return on your investment, which means make the team to win the championship. About yeah, but if he's selling money? those jerseys still, he's still making a profit. If he's not a basketball guy, maybe he's just like, hey, these guys will pull through. I think he's just a money guy. I'd hate to work for that type of owner. I ain't gonna lie to you. 
Well, what do you think, like, Steve Ballmer is? He's a basketball guy. He's, He's a basketball he guy, team. but... He wants his team to win, though. Yeah, absolutely. He do all costs to win. That's all I'm asking. But Everybody that's his mentality. His, see, his mentality is win at all costs. I don't care what it costs. It's not, yeah. hey, you know, uh, this second six-foot guard's never going to get me another championship. You know, he's just throwing money at it and screaming. Yeah, and if he noticed that the six-foot guard wouldn't give him a championship, he'd have broke the team up and got rid of that six-foot guard like he got rid of Chris Paul. Look, you got to go. You ain't getting it done. Get out of here, buddy. Yeah, see, but he also is the kind of owner, excuse me, that went in and was like, look, I don't know what I'm doing, but I really love this team and I really want to win. Whatever you guys think, let's do it. You know, and that's the approach that the Clippers had, and that's kind of why they're – Somewhat successful and also not successful because it's like, hey, there are no bad ideas. Let's do it. Hey, oh, we don't, you know, let's change out the coach. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's put it in the players' hands. And they're doing it. So they're, you know, the talent of who's on the floor is very good, but the office operations are kind of like, uh, if we give everybody what they want, then, you know, some people are going to be I mean, not as happy as others. They'll be good enough to come in second place this year. So good. It's not all good. It's either you win or it's not all good. If you ain't first, you're last, bro. I feel bad for him. How do you feel about Coach K retiring, finally, supposedly? I don't care. Didn't even see it on the news feed. That's your boy. It's who boy? That's you your boy, right? Yeah. Do you see the hat that I have on? Yeah. Do you see that? We don't talk Duke. D-O-O-K around here. <laughs> Don't care about that man retirement. Good riddance. Oh, well, in that case, we'll just move right on to what you are watching since you're not watching headlines. Are you still watching uh, Startup? I am watching that, and I'm watching The Upshaws. The Upshaws? Yeah. Is that any good? Pretty funny. I don't really like the plot, but it's pretty funny. Well, the plot's usually a pretty big deal. Yeah. Some other people might like the plot. I personally like the plot, but it's still a funny show. You're more of a character guy. There you go. How how far are you through uh, Startup? I think I just started season two. Oh, so you, oh, okay. So you're a little bit past me. I'm almost through the first season. I fucking love this show, dude. It throws me for a loop sometimes, but for the most part, I think I'm a little bit too analytical when it comes to seasons, shows that have seasons. Like a movie, you be like, oh, okay, the, the fore, foreshadowing is so, but like when somebody's foreshadowing something, so you're just sitting there and you're waiting three episodes for it to happen when they foreshadow it, like three, like you're like, okay, bro, how long y'all gonna drag this out that he's supposed to know this and then bam, she goes, like, come on, let's get this, like y'all foreshadowed it, we get it. Let's yeah. get it on the road now. So, but, I like it for the sense that, like, it was maybe about like three or four episodes in. I was like, man, this is pretty good, but it needs to get like, like violent. Like it needs to get violent. And then like that episode was like, oh shit. Okay. This just got extremely violent. Okay. That's cool. Maybe we could back off the violence a little bit. And then it was like kind of cooled out. And I was like, man, <laughs> really kind of wish there was some more violence again. And then bam, came right back with the violence again. So I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of giving me what I want when I need it type of a deal. And there's money throughout the whole thing, and it's all about these different character interactions. Now, 
it, like the way that they tie all the stories together could it be a little bit cleaner sure could the dialogue be a little bit more concise and, <laughs> and you know dialed up a little bit sure but for the most part it kind of gives you everything you want as a you know a tv ma rating you get your sex your violence your money your corruption all the good stuff all, all in one buddy and by the way, Martin Freeman, who's in it, I've decided like everything he's in is low key awesome. Like you don't really necessarily talk about it right away, but everybody ends up loving it. Like he was in the first season of Fargo, the FX show, which turned into be like a cult classic instantly. Um, he was in The Hobbit. He was The Hobbit. Those movies. Those are low key awesome. I've never seen this. Have you ever seen The League though? The League, the show? Mm-hmm. About fantasy football? That's the only league show I know. Really. Yeah. I love that oh. show. Mr. McGiblets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. McGiblets. Hey, yo, that was a funny show. Taco was a funny guy. He is a comedian. <clears throat> Actually, most of those guys are. Yeah, The League was a fantastic show. It's sad that it only ran for like four five seasons it was only actually good for like three i think and then it really tailed off did you watch it all the way through <laughs> absolutely so really are you one of those it, people right? that if a show tails off but you've already invested like three or four seasons you ride it all yeah. the way out yeah like the wire what don't no, no, no. listen listen <laughs> listen listen time out podcast time out that's not ever <laughs> speak such ludicrous ludicrous was in the wire no let's never speak such ludicrous or speak spit such venom <laughs> out of one's mouth ever again okay the wire was the greatest episode show ever created as far as a series is concerned the wire is the greatest ever it's better than friends yes <laughs> friends is a, is a hard as a solid two though what? Friends is, Friends is your second number. favorite show behind The Wire. You're such an Friends ass. Friends is a, is a solid number two. Is that really your second favorite show? Friends? Yeah. Friends is hilarious. I know you love Friends. I didn't think it was number two, though. I thought it was like top yes. ten. No, 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 no. Friends is, bro, if you can't watch Friends and laugh, then you just don't have a sense of humor. Like, you, you just, you're just a weirdo. So what the hell is number three? As far as series show, yeah, like a, a weekly episodic show. Dang, you just put me on the spot like that. Well, you had the first two just locked in. Well, that's because they're the first two, and they're probably two of the greatest series to ever come on TV. Like, period. What about The Simpsons? Did you like The Simpsons at all? Not that it's your third favorite, but no, I'm not a real Simpsons fan. Law and Order is probably the third best. Oh, you're the worst. Law and Order is fantastic. You're just like a uh, single woman. What? You watch the same thing as single women. <laughs> the wild <laughs> single women watch the wild. Yeah, yeah. They need to have that black aggression in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched Sons of Anarchy? You yeah, I like book? Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, see, I've never even watched that crap. 
That was a good one. Hey, I had a reality TV show idea for you. Let me run this by you. So, you get something that's like a Hell's Kitchen scenario. Like a competition reality show. Uh, or even like a Big Brother, let's say. Where you have to do whatever, but you could get voted out uh, by your peers. Or you basically have to defend, you know, when it comes down to you against somebody else. So, you combine that with a reality TV show for attorneys. And when they get to that portion of the competition, you just have one of the attorneys defend the contestant. So they get paired up in the beginning. You have an attorney and a chef. And then the chef does the chef thing. And then when it's time for them to go up and defend their life, they have their attorney come up and defend their life for them. They get voted off as a team. What do you think? I can tell that you are definitely on board. (laughs) Oh no, that's a, that's a lot going on. But that is a lot going on. But if you're gonna improve on something, you got to make it better, right? Yes, you do. Well, duh. Anyway, <laughs> well, uh, for this week, reality show, TV shows. Let's see. We could do. Let's do a joint. What's the show where they give the roses? The Bachelor. Bachelor and Bachelorette at the same time, right? And the two people that get voted off every week get to go on a date. What? What are you going to call that? No, then it's just a bunch of losers procreating. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> no, what they should do... What they should do, okay, see, this is why we spitball, Mike. What they should do is like a Bachelor, Bachelorette type show. But when it gets down to the final four, let's say, they flip it. And then now the person that's been the picker is the picky. And the people who have been fighting for this person's love now has to decide if they want to let this person in their life. And then it's a flipperoo, and the other person who's been... You know, making these people do all these silly things for this whole season has to get on their hands and knees and beg for their love. Right? That's how it's supposed to be. That's how love works, right? Torture somebody and then have them flip it on you and see if they still like you. But that would be, that might be a night, that might work. Yeah. Except for in the case of dudes, they might fight, bro. Like, what if they all really like her? They're all supposedly supposed to really like her. Yeah, but no one's going to give in and like be the one who'd be like, yeah, I choose her and y'all don't get her now. All four of them can't have her. Yeah. Well, that's true. I guess I didn't think that through. I don't think most things through. But what if the last four did a battle royal and whoever won the fight got the girl? Mm, See, you're introducing too much violence. People wouldn't like that. Mm -hmm. All right, what if it's a uh, course? Like an obstacle course? course. Like a Spartan race? Uh, There you go. Uh, What if they do it like the voice so you can't see them all season and you just got to hope that they're good looking? They have a show like that on Netflix. I think like the circle. No, the circle is not exactly like that. But they have another show that they pick their. It's pronounced the serpent. 
No, the circle is a different show. <laughs> <laughs> but they also have a show in which, like, the people... They need to bring back the Indian matchmaker. That's what they need to do, Netflix. Get your shit together. How about that? The Indian matchmaker. Did you ever watch that show? <laughs> no. That's the greatest episodic show of all time, sir. You want to know the, the most dramatic episode show of all time? Married at first sight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you would watch some shit like that. Did you ever watch Naked no. and Afraid? No, but watch the episode of Married at First Sight, bro. It's Why? Most... That sounds they awful. Literally, they literally get married to someone that they're meeting for the first time. You just see when you got to just catch an episode when someone dislikes the person, like dislike the look. Do they follow the through person. with it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They follow through the TV. But you should hear them talk how much shit they talk about the person. Oh, dude, ugly. that would be brutal. If I walked up and somebody had bad hair and like a fucking nasty protruding belly button, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Our dad walks in that island like an old drunk hillbilly. <laughs> Bro, I'd smash my own head with a rock. I'd be like, I'm out. Nope. Not doing this. <laughs> And then they got the and then they got the now that they got a show called the Unmatchables. <laughs> the Unmatchables? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's just mean, bro. That's just mean. Yo, people do they they sell their souls for for checking. When are they gonna do wife mean. swap to where you actually just have to swap wives and it's like now <laughs> legally binding? Let's put some actual gravity like. The shows that have these ridiculous names, they need to match, like, Married at First Sight. That sounds terrifying. And guess what? It is terrifying. That is a properly named show. It's worse. It shows worse than that. There's a show called 90 Day Fiance. Oh. In which... The world knows about 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) But there you still have the option to get out. I love 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) Only one person technically has the option to get out. Because <laughs> the other person is trying to get a green card. <laughs> so you ain't got many options, buddy. <laughs> so I say, you are long for this ride. <laughs> so you better act right for these 90 days. <laughs> Yo. Seriously, that's that, like that, your that best behavior. How is, how is these people? How is that, that a show? <laughs> how is this legally a show? Let me ask you this. <laughs> I've never sat back and thought about the legality of this, but it's illegal to marry someone for a green card, bro. So you're telling me that that's not what this is? <laughs> They've only known each other for 90 days? Come on. They have to go Come. through the process. They have to go through all the process. That's why it's so difficult, Mike. Well, every, everybody on TV can see y'all going through the process and y'all meeting meet each other. Like, this is all video. T- bro, this is baloney. They love each Somebody. other. I bet they do. So he can get a green card and they can get a check. So have you actually watched it? Have you ever watched it? Okay. Dude, it's insane because, like, legit, some of these people are legit trying to get married. And some people, you can tell that (laughs) this green card does not even mean that much to them. They cannot stand this person for that much longer. They're like, oh, my God, I can't do it. I can't even do it for three months. Freedom in America is not worth dealing with your bitch ass for another 42 days. I can't. Your kids stink. 
I hate this house. Your mom's annoying, and they can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> where they're like, I'd rather go back to where I live in poverty than deal with your ugly fucking mug for twenty more mm. seconds. The it's idea great. of this show is just it's just baffling to me. And I don't know how we got on this topic, but <laughs> ninety day fiance. That's a wild show, buddy. <laughs> Well, hell, on that note, we'll leave it there. Make sure to <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Black Irish Pod, at Black Irish 213, at Brendallis7. Uh, our Spotify playlist of the week is Most Deaf in the Pixies. Your knowledge drop don't drive behind government vehicles. They get paid by the hour. You're going to be late wherever you're going. On that That's note, have a great week. Love you, Mike. See you next time.